All right. Welcome back to the cubicle. Thank you for coming back for the week two recap. Uh, talking NFL week two fantasy news and updates and reactions with Adam, Eric, and the Wood. <laughs> All right. The Wood. The, wood. the Woodcock. He woodcock. <laughs> woodcock here. Well, thank you all for coming back. Our first episode shocked the world with 21 total listeners. And, and we are happy that each and every one of you listened. We had good feedback and uh, a lot of things we're going to work on. So, um, again, thanks for that. And we'll see how episode two goes. Um, we're going to start off with uh, what we say, guys. News. We're going to go with news. Uh, Vontae Davis retiring at halftime. That's got to be the biggest news. Uh, I mean, I know... Yeah. I know um, you know, Antonio Brown uh, didn't show up today. I know that yeah, I Nixon is out with injury. Yeah. But I think and, the media is hyping up the Antonio Brown thing. I think so, too. I and I think they want to just to uh, bring more turmoil to the Pittsburgh Steelers organization. Which well, they're used right to now, that. It is. Yeah. It is. That's it's, been their franchise for a long time. Right, right. But anyway, so going back to Vontae Davis. Mm. So a lot of people in the media are, I've been reading today are calling him a hero. And saying that he, you know, listens to his body and he made the right decision leaving on his own terms, blah, blah, blah. I don't see it like that. I see that he just quit on his team. Well, I'm, I was actually I shocked. Like when, I, either. Like, when I saw those headlines, I was surprised. I was shocked when I read that. Are you kidding? That sounds like yeah. this is the, the people who probably made that statement are the same people that everybody deserves a trophy. You know, I like, are you kidding me? I bet you if you ask any of his teammates, you think they're going to say, oh, no, he's just oh, yeah. listening to his body. I'm fine with that. If he wants to retire at halftime, let him go. No. No. No, absolutely not. And I haven't heard him speak since. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure he – did he have an interview or yeah, was he at a podium? He came out okay. And, yeah, he came out and just said that uh, it, it didn't take him long to realize that when he was out there mm-hmm. that he just wasn't in it anymore, which, okay, you know what? Where was this when you were signing that one year right. for five million dollars? As a for a starter, as a starter, as a starter, yeah. right? You're coming in to be a starter, you know, on a um, on an NFL team. You know, you got ten other players on your on the defense that are counting on you to do your job, and for you to come out and after, you know after thirty minutes and say that you know you're you're done, you start taking hey, your pads off at halftime, you start taking <laughs> your pads on. Like, I mean, think about. I mean, I wonder how he did it. Did he just like you know? Oh, he had to pull the move where he's just kind of in the back of the back of the crowd. Everyone's kind of running out for the second half. He's just staying back, stretching. And how I envision uh, it, hey, where, where's Vernon? How I envision it is the coaches got him all in the room. The coach is giving his speech. Vontae's here in the back, very very back, slowly yeah. starting taking off his cleats. Untying his shoes, like taking off his pants. Let me just paint I'll you guys. Be right there, coach. No, no, no. Let me, let me paint you guys a beautiful picture of the disrespect <laughs> happening here. Okay. Well, if you were to make love to a woman and you try to listen to your body, then guess what, man? You're gonna finish quicker than that game's over with, right? Hey, good point. What good you point. gotta do is you gotta fight through it, show your team, your boys, what's up, get the job done, and then throw in the towel. Don't disrespect yeah. the game. Wait till after the game. I mean, wait an hour and a half. Even tell your coach, like, I'm not in it right now. I, you know, take me out and just and stay, you know? You have um, to. You have to. You, I mean, I just don't understand what goes to your head that you can just retire and have time. I mean, as another NFL owner or even a coach, are you going to take a chance if he, if he decides he doesn't want to retire and he wants to come back? Are you taking that chance Hell to sign no. him to another $5 million? No, he's done. Even no. I mean, he got to keep a, what, 10 years? 
two-time pro bowler, and I think the legacy he leaves now is just quitting at halftime. Oh, that's that's you know? that's all. That's all I thought. That's remember. But again, a lot of people in the media are crowning him a hero, which I really do not understand. I wish people are crowning him a hero. That's a horrible uh, hero yeah, to have. Yeah, it is. I mean, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, that's quitting on your team, regardless if your body can handle it or not. Go to your coach. Tell your coach, yeah. hey, look, I prefer that you put in my backup. You know, mm-hmm. I can't handle it right now. It's not what I really thought that it was yeah. going to be. Let's just say I had an injury and set me for the rest of the half, and I'm going to retire at the end. Yeah. Dude, he could have pulled a Rudy and just waited till the end of the game and did that one play <laughs> and he carried off the field. Then that's something you're up stuff. The Buffalo <laughs> Bills, I don't think they have that one play in them, though. But uh, I just – okay, I just, I just can't believe he did that. Um, good luck to him, you know, whatever else he decides to yeah. do. I mean, the guy's made over $50, 50 million, million in his yeah. career. So, you know, he, I hope he has money. I mean, you would think that he has it if he's going to just – Retire. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope half his money deal. quit on him. That's what I hope. <laughs> I hope it's actually twenty five million. <laughs> I tell you what, though, still not a bad life, though. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> touche. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, okay, so you know, I mentioned earlier Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yesterday after the game, which we know that it ended in Kansas City's favor, forty two to thirty seven. All right, it was a. It looked like it was a uh, tough fought game on both sides, and it may have been, but I, I just don't see the Steelers. Um, I, I don't think they could have won that game at, uh, at all. Well, not, and, Patrick Mahomes is bulletproof. What do you throw? Six touchdowns, right? Six um, touchdowns. 326 yards. I haven't got to see him actually week one or two. I missed his games, but I'm excited to see him this week. I think. Uh, KC, who did they play? Kansas Pittsburgh. City. Oh, Pittsburgh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's going to be an awesome game. Guys, can we get back to Antonio Brown just for one second? Yes, yes. He was my first-round pick, okay? And I, he's still a stud and going to be a stud, even though some drama happened. What did he finish with, 62 yards, something like that, 60-something yards? It, How I mean, many it, points did he get you, do you remember? He got me, if I'm not mistaken, let me see, about maybe 11 points or so. But the point is, it's not the points here. It's what was said in the response to the Twitter comment, from a Ryan, uh, was it Scarpino? Right, yes. Okay, he was basically saying, and I'm completely paraphrasing here, is that he said that he should be thanking the stars for Ben Roethlisberger and that he wouldn't put those kind of numbers up for any other team, right? Now, the best part of it was his response. And to his response, I'm sorry, I've come to this song thinking about it. Hang on one second. I hear this in the background playing when Antonio Brown says, trade me. Let's find out what happens. <laughs> and and Wait, sue Pittsburgh drama. Stop, drop, but not the ball. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to see where he's coming from. Here, you got this number one receiver on uh, uh, on the Pittsburgh Steelers, who is you know always wants the ball. He hasn't been getting that the past couple of weeks, right? And this re- reporter, basically, I mean, he didn't do it directly, but basically, kind of calls him out you know, um, to where Antonio felt like he had to say something. Whether or not he said he meant trade me, which he came out today saying, his agent came out today saying that he didn't want to be traded. He doesn't want to be traded. Um, He had to say something. I mean, you know, he he felt like he was, um, uh, was, was, was being disrespected. And so 
the whole trade me thing, you know, it was blown up. Of course, you know, the media runs with it. Uh, it's not really what he really wanted. Uh, he obviously wants to stay with the Steelers. He wants to to win games, but he wants the ball, just like any number one receiver want would want. And um, you know, will that happen? I don't know. You have Juju Smith Schuster. Who had a great game. Who had a great game. Who's getting the ball? And a great board. name. And a great, add. and a great name. Yeah, nineteen targets. Get you some Juju. <laughs> if, if you play DraftKings or if you play any of these other weekly uh, fantasy mm-hmm. football leagues, uh, you might want to think about getting you some Juju because he's been getting the ball a lot more often. Uh, not only that, I mean, you also have Jesse James, the tight end, mm-hmm. uh, getting uh, a lot of looks. Um, James Conner. James Conner. You know, he got some looks in the passing game this week. So, you know, there's a, plenty of weapons to, to grab from the Steelers' uh, offense. Uh, and I, I just don't know if Ben's one of them. i tell you the truth. I don't know. Uh, and this is just speaking from, from past uh, experiences where uh, he'll, he'll have a game like this where he throws for 400-something yards, three touchdowns, and then... Well, he's notorious for being pretty pretty bad on the road, right? Right, and he's playing, And they're playing at Tampa Monday Night Football this week, which should be a high-scoring game. At least you hope it is. You With Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, uh, <laughs> Fitzmagic. Yeah. Fitzmagic. But, Why don't uh, you go throw a Fitz? <laughs> <laughs> uh, some other news going around the NFL. You also have jo- Josh Gordon being traded to the New England Patriots. Uh, before everybody, you know, is saying, go out there and grab Josh Gordon. Just remember this: that there's been quite a few receivers that they've added in the off season that didn't last a week or two. So, you know, for a receiver to come on board, missing the Patriots off season, missing their training camp, everything that that all the time that they would have to learn a playbook mm-hmm. to come in during the season and try to learn that offense that has been known to be very tough for any offensive player. Um, it's going to be tough for Josh Gordon. And so, you know, can they maybe come up with some plays to get him the ball? I think they can. That would I be think the team to do it. That, that would be the team. team to do it. And yeah. they need somebody with his, uh, his size and his speed to take away from some of the smaller receivers that they have on that team that 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 they use that other teams don't. You know, I like the way they use uh, Julian Edelman mm-hmm. or a um, uh, Hogan. Hogan, mm-hmm. you know, or even now Philip Dorsett. You know, they like to have those guys to that are those shifty guys, those quick guys to to get the third downs, to get the uh, touch. You know, the, uh, the the short yardage plays. So if they have a player as big and fast as Josh Gordon is, that takes a little bit of pressure off those little smaller receivers, which I think makes the New England offense work. So it's really up to Josh Gordon how quickly he can pick yeah. up that offense. And one more thing on that, like you mentioned, um, if you don't pick up that offense fast, Belichick and Brady do not have patience. No. He will be gone no, if in he, three weeks. Right. And, I mean, you, you know, Brady's already yeah. – you know, they've asked Brady, you know, how they felt about Josh Gordon. He's – you know, both of them have said, let's just see how it goes. Yeah. There's not, there's, there is no, you know, uh, yes, I think he's going to fit right into our system. I think he's going to do everything that we ask him to do. No, it's let's just see how it goes because of how hard that offense is to learn. And I'm sure also because of his off-field issues. I can appreciate the no sugar coating on that as well. I mean, you know, let's just keep it real. Let's see how it plays out. Yeah, absolutely. Hope for the best, you know. Absolutely. So, um, Josh Gordon, if you have him on your roster, I definitely suggest keeping him there. If he is available for whatever reason, um, I definitely worth a, uh, a stash on your roster if you can afford it. Yeah, 100% stash. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, not, yeah, absolutely. Not, yeah. I mean, his 
his skill set is, uh, is is up there with a lot of the uh, top notch receivers. Now, if uh, you know if you're on these weekly DraftKings games where you know you pick a player for the week, are you going to go after him? I wouldn't do it just yet. I'd wait a while to see how he goes and uh, how he how quickly he picks up these New England games. Which Eric, that just is a great way to go. Let's go ahead and shift gears here and let's talk about them studs. And milk, milk duds. You know what I'm saying? Let's <laughs> screw with that for a bit. Yes. Uh, Adam, you mentioned uh, Mahomes earlier, and yeah. we didn't really get a hardcore talk about it, but six touchdowns, man, that's pretty beastly, wouldn't you say? 326 yards, 23 for 28. Um, again, I missed this game. I really wish I could have watched it, but uh, this guy has a cannon. From... Dude, he throws them humdingas. Yeah. And that's, you know I know saying? that's what they said about him coming in. Like, that was his number one trait was just his arm, uh, his arm strength. Okay. But. Yeah. Um, and he spreads it out. He spreads it out. He I think he had, what? He does. Six of his touchdowns. One to Tyreek Hill, one to Kareem Hunt, one to the two tight to Kelsey. Yeah. Um, shoot, what are, oh. I think it was five players scored. Right. Total. Probably I think guys even we the, the water boy got some action on that. It got <laughs> yeah. some yards. So, <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if he, yes, if he got a touchdown in there. I mean, this guy was just yeah. throwing all over the field. Um, and I don't see it stopping. The, you know, that a Kansas City offense – They've been known to, you know, just throw it all over, just throw the ball. You know, they're known to getting the ball down the field. And what surprises me is that they were doing so well that, what it, I mean, Kareem Hunt didn't even well, have that many yards rushing. Yeah, and that's what Alex Smith couldn't do. I mean, Alex Smith is a great game manager, but he couldn't do what Patrick Mahomes does. He's not a gunslinger like that. Right, absolutely not. And that's why he just didn't fit that system. Not to take anything away from him, he's a great quarterback, but just not that type of, not in that type of system. Uh, for KC. And on the other side of the ball, um, Big Ben had a great game too. I don't have the stats right here in front of me, but I, I think he finished with four touchdowns and 400 plus yards. He got 40 something plus points, I think, at least. In fantasy. In fantasy. I think yeah. he actually hit 50 in, uh, in um, another league I'm in. Um, he had a great, and I think he's going to have a great Monday night game too against Tampa. If New Orleans put up, what, 48 against Tampa? Mm-hmm. Um, should be a should be a shootout. I think the over under was set at 54. For week three, Monday Night Football. So are you saying if if you have Big Ben on your roster, uh, I think let's say let's say you have Big Ben and Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Oh, you, I mean, I'd go Big Ben, ben all day. All even, even Big Ben on the yeah. road. But yeah. who does Seattle play? Uh, let's see here, Seattle. They play. Dallas. They play Dallas. So uh, three o'clock game. Uh, yeah, I'd definitely go Big Ben there. You know, just, just because Monday night football, you know, you could, you know, what you have to get that night. I always like going into a game knowing exactly what my players have to do, and watching the Patriots or not the Patriots, the Saints put up that many points on them, and Philadelphia held their own too. I mean, you could score on Tampa, right? You just gotta, yeah, you gotta stop them on the other end with Fitz Magic, but and all on the token, like the Dallas uh, defense in week two, I feel like stepped up in a completely different from week one. So I. I Screw with Adam, man. Go with Big Ben. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? And I, I, until, you know, we all saw the game Monday night against Chicago. Um, that was a horrible uh, game for the Seattle offense. You know, they, and I think this is how you treat it for uh, the next couple of weeks until they fix that offensive line or they start getting more out of the run game. Russell Wilson, you know, he can't. He can't do it all. He really can't. And I think they're, um, he's trying too much. It's he can't do working. anything behind that line. It's just not working <laughs> in his favor. So, you know, Jeez. shoot, if you have, I would say if you have Fitz Patrick, Fitz Magic, my bad, and Russell Wilson on your roster, 
mm. until you see an improvement from Wilson, I think you go with I think you go with Fitzmagic. Fitzpatrick I mean, easily. Yeah. yeah, dude. I mean, it's one of those things where, I mean, two times so far he's kind of stunned the fantasy realm, and I'm not gonna lie to you. I think he's gonna pull off that third one, and that third time, it's gonna be beyond magic, my friends. Well, I, yeah, I, I don't I don't see it stopping. I mean, you have. If he you know, shows up in Monday Night Football, um, he's, he keeps that starting job. I think. Oh, of course. Uh, I mean, even, even now, I think it's his. And I'm regrowing the lose. beard. It's I'm regrowing the beard. Bring it back. I'm bringing it back. Even their uh, receiver, Deshaun Jackson, has even come out and said. Golly, I know. I thought that guy was done. I thought so, too. His career. I wonder how many people out there in the fantasy football world thought he was done. And didn't he was draft probably him. drafted in less than 5% of oh, leagues. Absolutely. If, yeah. Definitely. I mean, I'll tell you what. He was not one receiver that was on my list that I said, you know, I have to get. I, no. I Forget it. You know, I wasn't even thinking about anybody on um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Maybe O.J. Uh, Howard, maybe yeah. the tight end. But definitely not Deshaun Jackson. I thought. So would you flex Def- Deshaun Jackson this week? Oh, on Monday Night Football? Oh, you got to keep him rolling. You got to keep him rolling. Yeah. got to get the good times going, baby. Yeah. Fifth good Patrick times going. Likes him. Likes when you start the game him. first place, 75-yard touchdown. I mean, it's just smooth sailing from there. As far as fantasy goes, I mean, you did your job for the day. Yeah. You're happy with that. Yeah, You'll take that. Either. Yeah. Absolutely. The game ended after that play. You're good. You cashed that check, baby. Not only that, I mean, think about what it does for the, all the other offensive weapons up there. So now you got a guy who can burn you over Stress the top. Stress the field, yep. yeah. And so that's going to open a lot of other opportunities for the tight ends and the other receivers. Options. Chris Godwin. We got options. Yes. Yeah, you got options. So um, you definitely keep the ball rolling with Fitz Magic yeah. uh, and, and, until – and he's Dude, and he's I don't a, even know until I mean unless Winston lights it up in the practice <laughs> to where I don't see it happening. Dude, I'm not gonna lie, and Fitz is on that waiver right now, at least for our fantasy league, man. So I tell eh, you, probably I, not for long. I tell you what, uh, because I have Russell Wilson in, in one of my leagues, and I don't like the way that he's performed. Um, the, the, the first game against Denver, he did he did good. He had uh, over 26 points. But, I mean, last night's outing. And, of course, you can blame it on Khalil Mack. You can blame it on the Chicago Bears defensive line. Um, I'm just not taking that chance. I don't like to have a risky player in my lineup when there's somebody else out there, whether it's on my bench or on the line or on the waiver wire, that I know that can give me a certain amount of points. I don't have that feeling anymore with, with uh, Russell Wilson. So, mm-hmm. Well, here's, here's what you should do, my friend, because here's a fun fact about our boy Fitz. First player in NFC history to throw for 400 yards, four touchdowns in consecutive games, and win them both. Is that right? Man. That is a wow. fact. Man. It's on the paper. It's a fact. Man. And he's an easy guy to like, too. His post-conference was – y'all see his post-conference? He was wearing Deshaun oh, yeah. Jackson's clothes. Yeah, so yeah. good. Was, so good. That was a good – that was good. He's that an easy good. guy to like. He's funny. That was good. And, and you can just tell that they're – right now that whole team is just uh, on a whole new level. You know, they're having fun. They're winning games. They're scoring a lot of points. How can you let that go by – when it mm-hmm. you know, by benching Fitzpatrick – for Winston when he comes back. You can't. Yeah, I don't think you do. Not going not gonna to happen here. Yeah, yeah. No. no, no, not at all. If Winston went to East and W's, he's eating him right now on the sideline. So, so we're still on dud, uh, studs? Man, uh, let's talk about some of them milk duds. <laughs> Who's up to bat? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you one. He wasn't on my team, but a lot of people had high hopes for him, especially the guy that I was playing against who needed 10 points to beat me. Uh, Chris Carson, the running back from the Seattle Seahawks. I didn't even see him in the like so the, the last quarter of the game. About. It was this, is why, this is why he's a dud because he was 
He was a starter. Through the offseason, yeah. you know, you hear talk about Penny taking him over the, right. the second, the, uh, the first round pick. I picked him up, by the way. Right, yeah, right, I right. got rid of him almost instantly. And but. then, you know, towards the end of the preseason, Chris Carson's the guy, right? This is the guy that with more experience, you know, he was just doing more during the games. And so he's your starter. They roll with him. And, you know, last night, or, yeah, or Monday night's game, last night, Sorry, I'm a little confused on what night it is. Um, That's me every week. <laughs> so he he plays, right? And I'm thinking, all right, they're going to get him going. You know, they need, they're need they only down by seven. This is in the, the, the second quarter. You know, they need to start make, making something happen in the run game. They have him in there for to run and to pat, uh, catch because he can catch out of the backfield too. And I'm thinking like this, you know, I'm going to get beat. And then out of the second half, He's a ghost. Yeah. He disappears. You see. It was a penny show. And I don't know. I didn't know if he was hurt. Not only Penny, they played Davis, yeah. the third string. They played Procise, the, the third down back, you know. Thomas ended up with the most rushing attempts. I think it was only like 13 or 14 attempts to Penny's 11 or 12. Right. Um, but, but you're right. I don't think. I mean, with that line, it's. But still, it's, that's like, it's hard to get success. Yeah. I, my thing is, why did we see less of him in the second half? You well, know, we all know Pete Carroll makes questionable decisions. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kristen. Yeah. So <laughs> she I said to give her a shout out to be nice on her Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, that uh, did not happen. That did not happen. <laughs> hey, they got one out of two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Super Bowls. <laughs> They'll get it. They'll get it together. But that was my dud, um, and I know that Ben uh, will agree with me. Yeah. Uh, the the, uh, the person that I was playing against who had him. Mm-hmm. And who was counting on him to score 10 points to beat me, which is, which is doable. Other, which is doable, yeah. absolutely. Get you 50 yards receiving or rushing and absolutely. PPR league. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So um, that, was, that, was, that was one for me. The only dud I had was Demarius Thomas. You probably know his stat line. What did he do, 5 for 27? 6 yeah, for 27? Yeah, it, it wasn't good. And he had three drops that any red zone looks? overshadowed everything. Yeah. Uh, no, not, not any red zone looks. Um, he but had that he, one. He had a bad drop on that last drive. Yes, there was a there was a drop. I, I believe it was on. Put him in uh, field goal range. On second down, mm-hmm. and I mean the, all three of them in his hands, in his hands, and then just you know you just gonna come down with a catch. So when you're paying a player, especially a receiver, um, and I guess it could be argued if he's your number one or number two with Emmanuel Sanders on there, but mm-hmm. um, when you're paying your receiver twelve million next year, fourteen million. You expect them to come down with these catches, you know, especially yeah. when there's no one around you, you know, or you have uh, some space between you and the, the defender. Mm-hmm. You, you got to come down with those catches. Uh, thank goodness. Still got the uh, W. Now, who that? caught it? That the ne- very next play it was uh, Wendy Manuel or Demarius Thomas. Tim I got Patrick. him in field goal. Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick. Yeah. Got him in field goal range. Yeah, who, who right. was, uh, you know, he's, he's uh, one of the new receivers that we have. But that's so that's but that's not an overreaction. I mean, you still oh, no. play DT, right? Right. Oh yeah. I mean, I guess it dep- it's matchup dependent. Uh, you know, not not your receiver one. They play at Baltimore this week. But you have to go with with uh, if you have DT on your roster. Well, especially against Baltimore, you can score on Baltimore. Oh yeah, you can score on yeah. Baltimore. And you know, it, the first half of that game was not necessarily the best uh, performance from the offense. I think it's going to take them some time to gel, mm-hmm. but. Uh, I would, def- I would put – if you have DT on your roster, I would definitely put him in, mm-hmm. depending on who else, what other receivers you have out there. They, they, they throw the ball. You know, the only- Case Keenum, he throws the ball. Uh, Vance Joseph, they like to be aggressive. So the yeah. opportunities are there. He's just got to catch them. The only teams that I would be wary about playing my receivers against or even my running backs are Jacksonville or the Rams. Other than that, you know, my, my 
drafted guys, my studs are they're always in the lineup. Well, here are the here are the top five defenses against their uh, passing: Washington, Giants, Baltimore, Rams, Detroit. Jacksonville's number nine hmm. on the list. Still, if you've got receivers that are playing any one of those top five, or even top ten, you want to go keep going. You want to keep going to Dallas, Carolina, Oakland, Jacksonville, well, Atlanta. Dallas had the luxury of playing the Giants in week two to patent those stats a little bit. They have no line at all. Right. And right. Who they play week one? Dallas. Um, I slipped my mind, but Panthers, right? Uh, yeah. Actually, I think it was, and that was a very low-scoring game too. It was like I think Panthers put up seventeen or nineteen points. And I, I definitely think you take that into consideration. If yeah. you have two receivers, who did they three, play? Right, right. Who are they playing? Yeah. If you have, if you're playing, if you have a receiver that's playing a number, a top five uh, defense against the pass, mm-hmm. and then you have another person, another receiver on your roster that's playing the thirty-second defense against the pass, right. You know, depending on who those players are, I mean, there's other, you know, factors that go into it. These stats are definitely more trusting around week 10 or 11. Right, absolutely. You know, absolutely. absolutely. But, yeah, you, gotta, you definitely got to take that in consideration mm-hmm. when you're doing your lineups, um, the defense. Guys, can we go ahead and jump to a little, what I like to call a justified, crucified segment? I only have one justified crucified, and that's pretty much half the kickers in the NFL. <laughs> I think uh, what there was like five or six that are, they were saying might lose their jobs. I know Zane Gonzalez for the Browns already lost his job. Deserving. Um, deserving, yeah. He missed <laughs> two PATs and two field goals. Okay, field goals, okay, you know, that sucks. But when you miss two PATs, I mean, you're expected to make those. That's the chip shot. You know, people get up and use the restroom during PATs. There's no reason to miss those. And then the Minnesota kicker, they cut him, and I think they signed Dan Bailey uh, from Dallas. Yeah, the Vikings did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the kickers were struggling hard this, this past week. And kickers in fantasy, I hate. I think kickers should be eliminated from fantasy. No. <laughs> Myself. Dude, <laughs> get him out of here. No. you got to get you a right one. Like, say, I'm dealing with a, uh, a kicker uh, – issue right now and i think i made my decision and i'm a little uh iffy about revealing my decision because uh uh, some some of the listeners out there i play against in fantasy football and uh i don't want to give away my secrets or who i'm targeting because i want to win but uh just just say i'm in a little uh i have a kicker issue right now that that i gave him two chances week one week two burn both times Who, who was your kicker chris boswell from the pittsburgh steelers he burned you, would, you? He burned me. Even you, week two, you huh? You would think. They put up what, how many points? Thank you, Adam. You <laughs> would think that in that game, let's go back to the score, that was 42-37, that my kicker, Chris Boswell, would have put up maybe, let's just say, give me a number. What do you think? What do you think? In that, big, in that, well, that, that high of, scoring game. I'm thinking at least – at least 15 points. Yeah, you would think two or three field goals and a couple PATs. Okay. Right? What was two points. Jesus. Say it. Two points. So. Say it. Two points. So. Two how, points. How and if feel- anybody listeners out there who have Chris Boswell in your lineup and you feel my pain and you're driving, pull over. Pull over because I know you, you're trying to you're gonna, you're gonna put your foot down on that gas and you're gonna start speeding <laughs> and start going in and out of traffic. You may even wreck. So that's man, why we should just get rid of kickers. Just get them out of here. No, no. So you know this is why they're you not even real football players. You going? <laughs> 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 but so look, check this out. One field goal, and he made three out of four extra points. 
Okay, well, I mean, he did what he was supposed to do. No, no, Adam, he, 42. So wait, he had one field goal and, and three out of four PATs? So he missed the PAT? No, no, he had zero. He, 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 he missed the only field goal he tried. Okay, and I then missed. he had three out of four extra points. Okay, I misunderstood. Okay, well, still, yeah, yeah he should have gone four for four. Yeah. But yeah, so I guess you got negative points for that miss. Two points. Yeah. Two, I mean... Well, so I, I just can't do it. And let's just go back to week one. Let's go. Let's go to week one. Let's just see what he did on week one for my for my roster, and uh, see. You can understand why I'm letting him go, or I'm looking for somebody else. Even though, back in my mind, there is someone saying there is somebody saying keep him because he is on the Steelers yeah. and they score a lot of points. Yeah, exactly. But last week, this could just be an one, overreaction. Two points. No, I think a reaction yeah. is after one week. I gave him two, right. and each week he scored two points. So he, Big Ben scored four touchdowns. You know, he, he gets stopped in the red zone two of those times. That's that's two field goals right there. Really? Potentially. But he just missed, he that week one he missed the only opportunity he yeah. had. Yeah, I mean, so I can't trust that. I can't right. I, I can't have risky players in my lineup. And I'm not going to lie to you guys, I, and I'm sorry I've been kind of quiet on this kicker combo because uh, people <laughs> in my fantasy league. Were you, how many did you draft? How many uh, did you draft again? Uh, oh, <laughs> rightfully three. I think bro. you have a fantasy team of just kickers. No, no. <laughs> let's, let's just break it down the timeline. I had three. You guys laughed. You pointed and then laughed, which fine. I cried for five minutes, but I'm good now. The reality is Dan Bailey. Stud. He's a stud, but he got I think released. his career is like 94% the or something like that. The biggest stud of all. Okay, yeah. I had Dan Bailey, uh, Greg Zerloin, uh, and Matt Bryant. Okay, I had three Greg kickers. Yeah, Matt Greg Bryant with Atlanta, another good pick. No, no, but hear me out, guys. You guys thought I was friggin' insane, man. But obviously, I needed to, do, to make this move because Dan Bailey got released, okay, right before week one, okay? Mm-hmm. Yep. The stud, I don't know why they let him go, but they did. Uh, Greg Zerloin uh, injured his tender groin, you know, you know what I'm saying? He, he, he like basically, he's That's out. That's an important piece for a kicker, I <laughs> Dude, you want to be tender, but not the groin itself. He just, you know, basically, long story short, man, he didn't stretch the love, the loveness before he started kicking this, and, and then basically now. So who did you finish with, Matt Bryant? Matt Bryant. Yep. I got him. My, my Falcon. You know, and if I, I've had Matt Bryant on my roster uh, last season. Oh, he's been around a while. Yes, and he's, yeah. he's consistent. He's somebody that I wouldn't mind. Picking up again if he's available or keeping. My strategy with kickers is literally matchup dependent. I'll stream them every week depending on who they're playing. I mean, I'll hold on to one if he's, you know, a Matt Bryant tier or that old Oakland kicker. Um, uh, Janikowski. Yeah, Janikowski, one of those guys. He's big foot. But I'm a big fan of just streaming kickers matchup dependent. So what uh, I That's like my to, strategy. So what I like to look at for kickers, I like, to, I like kickers that kick indoor. Yeah, I like kickers that that they're on an offense that can move it up and down the field, but suck in the red zone. Mm-hmm. I like kickers that don't pull their groins, <laughs> and I like kickers that don't pull their groins. Yes, yeah, yeah. that's a big. That's a, that's <laughs> and a big... score more than two points for you for me <laughs> every week. And I just hope that well, you know what's going to happen, right? You're going to drop him. I know, and then week three, he's going to have like a Hall of Fame week, right? <laughs> Probably right, but you on know someone what? else's roster, I'm so I'm over it now. You know, I, like I'm ready for a breakup. Guys, I have to bring this up because I don't necessarily know if it's a justified or crucified. But did you guys see that meme of Eli Manning on the ground yeah, being pulled up? That expression on his face. It's the Eli face, man. Dude, let me tell you something. For the, uh, the 6.5 listeners out there that are actually digging our show, <laughs> to explain this meme, this is the best way I can describe it. A dude comes home, uh, to, uh, his girlfriend that he plans on breaking up two weeks later, but she lays down on him that they're going to have triplets 
and he just lost his cushy assistant manager job at Build-A-Bear. That's the expression. That's the Eli face. That's the Eli face. And that is what this, this picture is, and it's, it's so epic. If I came home to that, I probably would have an Eli face. I mean, how would you not? Me. Yeah. yeah. How would you Jeez. not? I mean, Build-A-Bear, their structure there is epic. I mean, to lose that job. Been around a long time. Yes, they have. <laughs> Okay, All so right. real quick, savor the waiver again. Uh, I had another yeah. uh, candidate, uh, Keelan Cole. You know, he's all in the uh, Jaguars. Re- yeah. Yeah, receiver for the Jags, Bill Jaguars. Uh, this past week he went for uh, 116 yards and a touchdown. Now, Man. yeah, it's really Keelan, good. Keelan and Cole. he had that catch. If y'all haven't seen it, Google uh, Keenan Cole week two catch where it was it kind of competed against the Odell Beckham catch with the one hand oh catch. that was a yeah so he caught it with one hand which that hand was behind his head it was wicked it was, it was crazy insane it was crazy insane anyways uh when I see a player that makes a play like that who is a starting uh, receiver I mean you got to go after him because that just tells the team's going to go for him even more oh, and that's what's happened in the week 1 and week 2 he's his, his targets have just increased imagine the confidence booster that you pull off something epic like that it's going to be ingrained in people's minds for Many weeks, if not many seasons, to come. So I mean, yeah, absolutely. Ride that momentum. Odell made a lot of money off that one catch alone. I think yeah. that's exactly. Yeah. And so that's I think if and I don't know a lot. Keelan the original, you know, the original of the one-handed catch. I should know, Odell. Right. right. Well, he started it all. Yeah. Oh, gee, baby. <laughs> I got. I, yeah. He's got to get his props. <laughs> but if uh, if Keelan Cole's on on the uh, waiver wire, give him a look. Uh, I would say just grab him uh, if you ha- if you can. Uh, if you have uh, an opportunity to stash, he might even be a player that you start in your lineup every week. I mean, just yeah, pay attention to him. Yeah, yeah. We're on so, bi- our bye weeks, right? Up, yeah. Dude, so, you're a Philip Lindsay from uh, the uh, the Broncos, I man. I told you, man. Lindsay, say what? Lindsay, say Lindsay. Dude, 107 <laughs> yards brought me 11 points, baby. I know. Yeah, I know, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm just kicking myself still that I didn't even give him a look because it's all this Royce Freeman talk in the beginning. That you know, Roy Freeman with the back. You know he's big, he's fast. Yeah, he hurts his value. I tell you what, he ain't faster than Philip Lindsay. No, he's not. And if you didn't grab him last week, chances Guilty. are you missed out. <laughs> because I, I, I don't, I guarantee you, he's not on. He's not a waiver wire unless you're playing with uh, beginners. <laughs> he might be on the waiver. If Denver wire would still. just get rid of Brooks, just get him out of the lineup, Philip Lindsay would be so much more valuable, in my opinion. You see, well here. Here, I mean, he's already valuable. Right. But if he was just splitting carries with Freeman only, I mean, there'd just be so more op- more opportunities there for him to have those big plays. Well, there's just, I mean, he there's just a different element that Philip Lindsay brings to that to that team on offense than the other two backs do not provide, and that's yeah. quickness and speed, and that's what they use them on. I mean, you can just tell that whenever Denver needs a boost, they don't go to Royce Freeman, they don't go to Devontae Booker. You know, they go to Philip Lindsay, whether it's in the passing game or in the running game, and the guy's only like five nine. You know, maybe 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 two hundred pounds soaking wet. So, you know, to there's not too many players that fit that mold that Mm-mm. are doing what Philip Lindsay is doing for their teams. So Philip Lindsay's undrafted. I don't know if y'all know that. And he's loved, 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 loved by those fans. First NFL player in NFL history mm-hmm. that went undrafted that had over 100-something scrimmage yards, total scrimmage yards, in the first two games. I think Eric has a crush. I, <laughs> if, I, if I'm the only one, then, you know, you got those kick yourself. Cheeks. You got those ro- yeah, kick yourself. Blushing. 
kick yourself. You know, I just can't. I can't. I can't blush too much because I don't have him on any of my rosters, and so eventually I may be playing against this guy. But um, you know, if you have him on your on your team, you got lucky. Just like if you have Patrick Mahomes on your team, you got lucky. Yeah. Uh, you know, keep him. Uh, don't yeah, don't trade him for anything. See how far they can keep this. You know this this uh, their their game up. You know. And uh, before we move on, my savior is Matt, uh, Matt Breida. He's probably gone. He probably went in the first week or even before the season started when uh, McKinnon tore his ACL. But if he's, if he's out there, definitely grab him. He went 11 for 138 and a touchdown this week. That 138 is mostly off of a 70-yard 70, 70 run he had to the house um, to really pad his stats. But um, he's, he catches a lot of balls in the backfield, so he's very valuable in PPR. Morris, his uh, counterpart, Went fourteen for forty eight. You know, not a huge threat. So real quick, because I remember, you remember, uh, we're in the same. Me and yeah, Adam yeah. and Woodcock, we're all in the same fantasy so football league. The and news so, broke. I think it was like on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon about and, and listen McKinnon. Up, listen up, listeners, because you this is how you play fantasy football. You got to be. You got to act quick. McKinnon okay? was my f- second round pick. I uh, I drafted Fournette. That's a whole nother story. First, but uh, so I had McKinnon's second pick. He tears his ACL in practice before the season even starts. I get that news within 45 minutes of Adam Schefter breaking it. Log on to my Yahoo, or no, sorry, ESPN, to uh, pick up. I, I was going to go for Morris. You know, I didn't really know. I haven't heard of Brita, or I hadn't heard of him yet. So I was going for Morris's backup. That's what all the guys said. Grab, grab Morris, stash him. Come to find out, Eric has already picked him up about 20 minutes before that. Yeah, I, I just got him, you know, you, you got him, you, you yeah. go look at 45, I got it at 44, yeah. you know, so. But it, he's right, that is how you play, you have to snake it, you have to, you have to be ruthless to win fantasy football. You do, and um, I'll tell you what, it's helped me out, if, if, if I see, if I'm playing someone, and I see on the, I see that one of the receivers are hurt, and they need somebody else to replace, and I go look at the waiver wire, and I see that I, I go and get the receiver that I think they're targeting, mm-hmm. just so they can't have it, just so that gives me an advantage, and they're still looking for third, fourth receiver. To Dude, bring. the home screen on my phone is the waiver <laughs> wire, man. Yes. <laughs> That's how you have to yeah. play, and if you're not thinking like that, up your game, okay? So yeah, you definitely win lose. I think in this situation, I think Adam, you came out on top on that deal. Uh, Even though in the beginning you didn't think you were going. At least in week two, yeah. I, yeah. I plugged in Brita. Sunday at 10 a.m. before the noon games, you know, just gave him, gave him a shot, and uh, he came through and definitely won me that week, uh, no doubt about it. But uh, I think he's a good pickup if he's out there. Definitely grab him, play him or stash him, maybe matchup dependent, but, uh, but a good, good player. Y'all want to talk about that week three? Let's do it. Let's talk about that week three. What y'all looking for? You know, I was sitting there looking at all the games, and I was thinking, talk. you know, I was trying to find something uh, – that stood out and, and maybe a few of them. But if you really go through all of them, and there's really something, whether you're a fantasy football player or not, if you just you watch, like to watch football or you just like matchups or you just like sports in general, there's something that you can find in air every week. You know, let's go to week, week uh, let's go to Thursday night, New York Jets and Cleveland, all right? Mm-hmm. Fantasy football-wise, you know, there's probably not that. So who's out there? You got Landry. Landry. Um, you got Darnold, who Darnold, you know yeah. he could be a good um, QB if if yours is hurt or if yours is not producing. If you got Russell Wilson, you could probably get the same production out of yeah, uh, Sam Darnold. He could be a good stream. Would, yeah. uh, with uh, but the only thing, you know, you got Cleveland's defense. You know, um, yes, they've been scored on a lot, but they're they. 
can still handle their own. You know, they still have a very good defensive line. They have some good defensive backs. Uh, so don't necessarily sleep on Cleveland. Um, they're playing in Cleveland. They're playing in Cleveland, though. So, you know, if, so sleep on if I need a defense, I'm looking at this game. And, shoot, you can go with the Jets defense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not a bad stream. I mean, it's not the worst stream out there, or, that's for sure. You know, I, mean, I, I, I yeah. I'd be hesitant with the Browns. I mean, maybe week one was a fluke. I, I streamed Detroit's defense in week one against the Browns – or excuse me, the Jets. And that – they just tore me up. That was the worst decision I made. Luckily, they started the game with a pick six, which kind of salvaged it. But it was it was not a good start. I think the Jets put up like 50 points on them. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think Cleveland wouldn't be the worst defense to play. Maybe middle of the pack. And right. New York would be an okay defense. Right. Um, then you have – I mean, both these teams are not the greatest offensive weapons. You know? Right, absolutely not. But if you're looking at, you know, trying to find something in each one of them, you got, you know, Bilal, Powell. The he had a big back. game. He had a he, touchdown. He had, yeah. He, had a good he game. caught five or six balls, so really good in PPR league. Um, what about on Sunday? What else, what other games do y'all see on Sunday that, that if I had a player in the, on that mm-hmm. team, I'm licking my chops? And you know what? I licked my chops last week. And let me tell you the, the matchup. It was – Indianapolis Colts versus the Washington Redskins. Okay, it wasn't just me. It was everybody out there that was talking about how the Washington Redskins was going to light up the, the Colts. Adrian Peterson was going to run for 300-something yards. Alex Smith was going to throw for 400 yards. And none of that happened. Dud. Dud. Okay. Hey, when, you, when you were licking those chops, what were they, like, like pork chops? <laughs> yeah, I don't – no, it wasn't pork chops. <laughs> I, I, something. Something else, you know. Uh Whatever it was, I drank the wrong Kool-Aid, and I so did too. a lot of other people out yep. there. I played AP over uh, Coleman, and uh, Coleman definitely had the better day with over 100 yards. But, combined points, Adrian yeah. Peterson, Alex Smith, 18. <laughs> and you know what? You know how I started that week off that, in, that, in that same league? A.J. Green, 26 points. Three catches, three touchdowns in the first half. John Brown, 15 points. Oh. Okay? So that's my, he was my flex. The other guy didn't have anybody playing. So you're so saying I'm, good. I'm sitting yeah. good. I'm no. thinking, man. You were looking at week three. All I need is this game, the Colts and the Washington <laughs> Redskins to come together, and boom. I'm. Hey, you had me convinced. We were texting on Sunday, and he had me. He said, AP's your guy. Play him. You're not going to regret it. I followed his advice, and I did regret it. But. <laughs> you know, and that's just the way fantasy football goes. You know, you're, you're going to hit, and you're going to miss, you know, uh, hopefully – it's, it's yeah. in the beginning of the fantasy football season and not the end towards where you're trying to make the playoffs. You're or definitely in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that's just the way it happens, and you just got to uh, you got to move on. So what about another game, Adam? What, do you, what, uh, what other game on Sunday that, or even Monday that you're excited about? Um, I'm really looking forward to the uh, Saints-Atlanta game. I like divisional matchups. You're playing in Atlanta. Kamara had a pretty quiet day in week two. So I'm looking for him to bounce back. I hope Michael Thomas keeps it up. I think he finished the first two weeks. He's had two touchdowns each week. Um, so I'm expecting that out of him. Well, I shouldn't say I'm expecting that out of him, but I'm expecting a big game, no doubt. You could score in Atlanta. That should be a pretty high-scoring game. I think the over-under is about 54 or so, 53 and a half. Um, so I, I like that game. And Monday night, I'm really looking forward to that game as well, which I, we already touched on a little bit, Pittsburgh and Tampa. Um, I just want to watch Fitzpatrick, man. Just to see if we can keep the ride going. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's exciting. It really is. It is. It is. Absolutely. And uh, let's see. Woody, your, your Cowboys, who, are they, who do they have this week? Man, them Cowboys going to Seattle. Seattle. Okay. Yep. They're playing at Seattle. And Seattle's not the dangerous team they used to be. 
at least, you know. And Dallas really picked it up this week, too. Three or four years ago, yeah. Uh, I think they have a good shot there. And I'll also tell you the truth, the uh, the New York Giants at, at, at here in Houston, I mean, that, I think that's going to be epic because, like, I really want to uh, see Houston redeem themselves. Yeah. They look kind of flat right now. And, you know, you know Bill O'Brien's kind of on the, the chopping block, if you will. He's... he's Borderline going to be on next week's Justified Crucified, but Bill O'Brien was born on Justified Crucified. <laughs> he needs to be. He needs to be gone. I, mean, I don't know what he knows, but how he's keeping his job. But golly, oh, he's, he's got something on somebody. He's got to. Same with the uh, Dallas head coach. Um, name slips my mind, but he's definitely got something on Jerry Jones. Cocaine and hookers. Jerry, yeah, Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett, yeah. Mm-hmm. How he he should have lost his job years ago, but um, he's he's still out there trucking along. Um, other than that, Rams, we have L.A. versus L.A., Chargers versus Rams, which I think – I don't think they played last year, so it'll be the first time they played uh, crosstown rivalry, which obviously it's not really a rivalry, but two L.A. teams is pretty exciting. And that's – And that Wade Phillips defense is actually cruising right now, man. Wade Phillips, man. He's a – Defensive genius. Dude, he's doing it, man. No doubt. I mean, you hear you have the Chicago uh, – going back to uh, – San Diego and, and L.A. Rams, you have Phillip Rivers, who's been throwing for, you know, 300-plus yards, three touchdowns plus, you know, going up against the number four uh, passing defense in the L.A. Rams. So mm-hmm. that's going to be interesting. You know, Phillip Rivers is someone that I have on my fantasy football uh, roster. He's a good start the past two weeks. Yeah, but I think this you, one's going to I think I think this is the one you might sit him down. Yeah, this is the one you might sit him down. This is the one you might sit him down. I mean, you know, it's just – the Rams are just really good on 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 all levels of their defense, you know, um, and that's not just that's like I said. Your starting lineup, you don't want it to be risky. You want a player that you have a really good chance of scoring the projected points, if not more than what they what you know what um, what said. Um, so, I think it's a risky move to put Philip Rivers in a lineup against the LA defense. Yeah, I think you're right. I definitely sit him this week. Um, there's, and I'm going to miss that because, you know, he was scoring 20-plus points for me with all them yards, all them touchdowns. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're in that same situation, if you have a, a, a backup quarterback who can take his place, great. If you don't, you better start looking. And uh, Fitzmagic. Some guys out there, yeah, Fitzpatrick. Bortles would be a better play this week. Um, trying to look at the matchups here. Even Derek Carr at Miami might be a – better play this week than uh than philip rivers but uh should be a, hopefully a good game nonetheless i love watching the rams their offense is just unbelievable well they just got they a get down the star the star power yeah, yeah on that roster you know that you want to watch i wanted to watch them i just you know they didn't they weren't showing locally in, in the houston mm-hmm. area so i couldn't but uh you know you just want to see if they can come together and if they're as dominant as they're the you know they are on paper and uh you know i mean shoot i you, the list goes on and on how many people they have on that roster i think Gurley finished up his fantasy day by the end of the third quarter he didn't play in the fourth he had three okay. touchdowns he was hurt right i mean he can, but he was he was oh was he i didn't even hear any i thought they just took him out because their lead was so so I think large he had some kind of like cramp or something oh i just didn't want to push it yeah yeah okay push it that makes just, sense and just uh and sat out the rest but i was curious about that i thought they just were coasting along through the last quarter. They're up by like 20, 24. So, anything else you're excited about week three? Or uh, other than that, I think that's the games I'm most interested in. 
Tennessee-Jacksonville is another divisional game. That shouldn't be much of a game, though. You would think Jacksonville will take care of business pretty easily. And Green Bay-Washington, I think, will be a good game. I, I hope think, so. I think they'll play um, well. I'm counting on it. I think I think um, Adrian Peterson owes me. I think yeah. Alex Smith, they owe me to uh, – Aaron Rodgers looked pretty good week, too. I don't know I mean, what on, they're giving on that, that guy. On I don't that, know yeah. how he, he – On that busted leg. I didn't even see him favoriting the other leg. I didn't see much of the game. I did watch the highlights. But you know, and, he seemed like the same old Aaron Rodgers out there. And that's – yes, yes, he Gunsling, was. Man. <laughs> and, you know, I'm a little hurt on that one, too, because I kept the Vikings defense in, thinking that, oh, they were just going to tee off on a hobbled Aaron Rodgers. But uh, that didn't happen. Um, but you might – I mean, you, that was the right thought process. You would think – you know, an injured Aaron Rodgers would be vulnerable, but he's just lesson learned. Now you yeah. know if Rodgers is in the game, Rodgers, you right. find another defense. I don't care if Rodgers has a broken leg; is he in the cast? Because before the warmups, he was in a brace. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care if he's in the cast. I don't even care if he has a crutch out there with him. You stream another defense. Look the other way. As hard as it might be, stay away from Aaron Rodgers because he will put up thirty-something points on your defense and you suffer he'll burn you and especially <laughs> after minnesota last last year taking him out he, he wanted that payback oh, that's such a good which it finished in a tie due to the kickers again but um <laughs> but that was Dang kickers that was a good game we ain't talking about them kickers we passed that segment all right all, all right. right so we only got about 10 minutes left or so we got a few questions that came in over the oh, yeah let's talk about those questions this, from our uh, mini fans this past week yeah friend of the show we just pulled them out of the hat you know because there's too many to count so we had to mm-hmm. be fair Go ahead and get this question rolling. Friend of the show, Kendall, sent a couple in for us. Sounds like a cool person. Completely don't know who this is. I was just wondering if y'all could give me an update on the Le'Veon Bell situation. Week 10. I think Le'Veon Bell is staying out till week 10. Oh, absolutely. I don't think there's any reason for him. I mean, he's already pushed it this far. If you have him and you didn't pick up James Conner, that sucks. It really does because you wasted a first-round pick. Um, but I think he's out till at least week 10, and then he'll come back, and uh, it is week 10, right? He comes back, yeah. and he and yep. he, he can save that. Uh, the free agency. Right. He can hit free agency right. next year. Um, I think he's – and I know there's something happening this week. He said, I read something about an announcement coming out, or it's called My Side or something like that. So we, maybe we'll get more news this week, but if I, had to, if I had to bet on it, I'd say he's out till week 10. Which means it affects Antonio Brown till week 10 because without that uh, – Yeah, Antonio Brown gets more looks, no doubt. Absolutely. Well, that's not true. And more protection. Juju. <laughs> or Juju, yeah. Juju, that's right. Juju yeah. gets the more looks because he's we, – we see the past two weeks that he's been getting more than – 19 targets. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Juju don't want this, man. And you know, I, I was fortunate enough to pick him up at, on my roster, and he's my flex. He's not even a receiver one or two, which so, I think he could fit in that conversation. That's a dangerous team. He, he's, he's, he's in the flex. So I'm I got not going to lie. I just like saying Juju. Yeah, it's a cool yeah. name. That's Juju. That's a cool name. Juju. Juju. He's got good juju. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Excellent juju. <laughs> so far, yeah, so far he's got good juju. Um, okay, so as Le'Veon, I agree with you, Adam. I think Le'Veon Bell is coming back uh, week 10. Um, as a, if I was a, uh, one of his teammates, you know, do I even want him back earlier than that? If we keep losing, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, just for the aspect of winning the game, yeah, you're going to want him but back. But if, if we're in some tight games – 
and um, James Conner is is still producing the so way he is. James Conner's producing. He's a nice story, but right. he's no Le'Veon Bell. I mean, I know that goes without yeah, saying. Yeah, but you know, the more he's that not, he stays out, it's more like the principle. Yeah. You know, like you left us. You left <laughs> us. You know. You left us. We needed you. We were we, mm-hmm. before this whole started. This whole thing started. We were talking about the great season we were going to have. This, you know, yep. seeing the uh, Eagles. Okay, let's just mm-hmm. say the Eagles make it to the Super Bowl again. Seeing the Eagles playing the Eagles in the play, in the Super Bowl. All it, that went out the window. And I was thinking today. You know, he had two two knee issues, uh, two knee surgeries, and some a few legal troubles. And Pittsburgh stood behind him on everything. Had his back. Kept him in the locker room, kept him on the team, rehabbed him, and then he turns around and does this. I think it's – I don't know. It puts a bad taste in my mouth. If I was Pittsburgh's front office, I'd feel uh, uh, pretty bad about the situation, at least from uh, their standpoint. But uh, they've stood behind him for, you know, three or four years now. We have one more question? Yes. Hi, guys. I was just wondering – how you guys are feeling about Andrew Luck and Indy in general? I know he had a pretty fire week, week one, but do you think he can keep that up without getting hurt? As far as fire, you mean the spark that ignites a fire? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had an okay. He, they, they beat Washington in week two. Um, I don't have his numbers dude, right here. Dude, why you got to rub it in, dude? <laughs> <laughs> hey, back let's to Washington. Just, let's just say Andrew Luck is... Somewhat back, maybe. It's, you know, I, it, he's in the form of a question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I like seeing Andrew Luck play. I like Andrew Luck, even though I'm a Texans fan. He's in my division, but I do like when he's playing football. He's a uh, he's a Houston guy. You know, I support him. Um, but uh, I, if he is he back, I, I guess time will tell. You know, shoulder is a tricky thing, and he set out for a season and a half. So. Um, it's good to see him playing, but uh, I wouldn't get your hopes up too high of doing anything big anytime soon. Uh, Absolutely, like the, they're going to throw the ball. Yeah. You know, they're going. That's what they. That's what the Colts want to do. That's what Andrew Luck is meant for. Uh, out of two games, he's already thrown for eighty-four passes. Three of those were interceptions. So just like you were saying, Adam, you know, uh, you gotta, you know, know what to expect. Right. Yes, you're going to get a gunslinger. But then you're also going to get someone who makes occasionally, you know, uh, a bad mistake or two, you know. And um, if, if you're on T.Y. Hilton, you're happy he's back. Absolutely. T.Y. Hilton was, I mean, a big name, but he was not, he was not anyone you wanted to play, especially last year. Um, it was just a waste of talent, really. So with luck being back, T.Y. Hilton's stock definitely goes up. And he already has four touchdowns, yeah. you know, and one 300-yard yeah. game. So um, you're going to get points with him, but you also might lose some. In those interceptions. So, uh, do I think that he's back? Not quite. Do I think he's on his way? Yes. I think by midseason, we should have the old Andrew Luck back. If he if he doesn't get hurt, if there's no injury setbacks, I think we should have the old Andrew Luck back. Now, let's just look at this upcoming games. You have next game, Philly. Okay, at Philly. That'll be a tough tough matchup. That'll be a tough matchup. Then you play at home, Houston. That'll be an easy matchup. Divisional game. <laughs> it might not be. You know, no, no, maybe, I'm joking. Maybe I'm, joking. Have, I'm a little down have, on my team right now. Houston will have Clowney back. Yeah. You know, you got still got JJ there. Mm. Uh, then you got New England. Then you got. He's got, got a tough stretch. You're on the road in New England. You're yeah. on the road to the Jets, and then you're, and then you're at home at Buffalo. 
And, and they, then they got Jacksonville coming up sooner or later. I mean, they got that's they got a tough match. Jacksonville's week thirteen, so they, okay. they, they, oh, actually, I'm sorry, week ten and thirteen. Yeah. So uh, that's after the bye on week nine. I would yeah. think that uh, if you're going to be playing Andrew Luck, I would say Buffalo for sure. I would say the first eight games is where you want to play them. The mm-hmm. last um, eight. Are going to be, it's going to be tough. You have Jacksonville, Tennessee, Miami, Jacksonville, and Those are the Houston. big weeks before your fantasy uh, playoffs. So those right. last few wins are, I mean, that can make or break you. Absolutely. If you don't have a, a backup co- uh, quarterback on your roster towards the end of the season, you might want to start looking. Uh, hopefully there's somebody on the waiver yeah. wire that starts peaking that you can grab. But Stash, that's something to keep yeah. in your mind uh, for uh, if you have Andrew Luck uh, as your quarterback is um, the, the second half of the season, um, you know, getting somebody – Unless, unless, unless you know uh, Andrew Luck is uh, lighting it up, then of course, then you stay with him. But yeah, it's going to hey, get tougher. Time will tell. It's going to get tougher. Very yeah, possible for Andrew Luck to be next week's waiver savior. Okay, <laughs> but only time will tell. Only Ladies time will tell. We love you guys so much, all eight of you, and <laughs> the valued listeners that call, keep calling your questions. Uh, we love. Um, pretending like you're completely random people it's awesome <laughs> and thank you so much and we will be back next week uh enjoy yes. it enjoy it adam any extra words to say on this uh we we enjoy doing this we uh got good feedback on our first podcast so let us know what y'all think about the second one and uh look forward to week three football yes and you know if there's something on this podcast that we didn't cover maybe you wanted to talk more about your team or a player please you know uh send your questions to us and we'll try to do uh, our best to get that on to the next podcast and um thanks for listening you know like the uh adam and woodcock have said that we really appreciate it uh, this is our second episode and we uh we plan on you know giving you more and so we hope that you stay around and listen um to us so thanks again thanks for joining uh, the second episode of the fantasy football cubicle And we'll see y'all guys next week. Get ready for that next episode.